Progressive presents Forest Metaphors about bundling your home and auto. In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forest Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. Hey, folks, Russ Bailey here with Brush Pile Fishing. It's time for our weekly podcast right here on iHeartRadio. And, folks, we've got a great guest, uh, a good friend of mine, a Army retired veteran, great all-around person, and one darn good angler, Derek Fulton out of the state of Georgia. Derek is going to talk to us about some of his favorite lakes, techniques, and some other things. So you stay tuned. We'll be right back with Brush Pile Fishing right here on iHeartRadio. Hey folks, Russ Bailey here. Welcome back to the Brush Pile Podcast. And on the line with us right now, out of the state of Georgia, we've got my good friend, Derek Fulton. Derek, how are we doing today? I'm doing well, Russ. How are you? I'm doing good, buddy. It's actually warmed up. I think we're at a brisk uh, 41, 42 degrees out there. So it's a heat wave. What's it like down there in Georgia right now? Right now it's about 65, no wind, real sunny. The only bad thing is I'm at work today. I wish I was on the lake. You know what? After you giving me that weather forecast, I, re- I really feel bad for you, Derek. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, it's uh, like I told you a little bit ago. That's what sick days are for, man. I know. I know. I'm saving them up for something better, though, hopefully. I hear you. Uh, Derek, uh, we've known each other for several years. And, folks, I- I'm going to let Derek uh, explain to you how we first met. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, Russ. Uh, well, thanks for having me on. I, I definitely look forward to listening to your podcast uh, when it come out. But you and I actually met through a mutual friend, Daryl Vector, who is the president of Crappy USA. And I contacted him while I was deployed to Iraq. And, and, and I wanted to, to get some uh, some videos, so some, fish, some crappy fishing videos. So he got me in contact with you and, and you and I. Uh, while I was deployed, was sharing information, um, and you all, you also sent us uh, some crappy videos from your shows, and we definitely appreciated that. And, and you and I have been friends ever since, and we actually got to film a couple of shows down here in Georgia, also. Absolutely, and that was uh, those videos, folks. That was the old Midwest crappie show. So that's uh, telling you just how far back uh, Derek and I's friendship goes. And you know, I'm a veteran myself, so anything that we can do, we we definitely want to help the veterans out. And Derek, you actually retired from the military. Yes, I retired. I did 24 and a half years active Army in the Signal Corps, and I retired in 2014 uh, upon, upon retirement. You know, I, I still needed some bait money to go fishing, so I had, <laughs> I, had to, I had to go back to work as a contractor working for the Department of Defense, and I uh, did that for a few years. And now I'm actually uh, a government worker uh, for the Army. I'm on my first year of that, so... Um, definitely proud to serve and proud to continue to serve and support our nation. Well, we're uh, definitely proud to have you on this show, buddy. And, you know, another thing, folks, uh, that Derek hasn't talked about, you know, he's a great fisherman, uh, Army vet, but he is one 
darn good cook too. We uh we went down to do a show, and uh, as a matter of fact, the last show we did with him, me and my producer and cameraman, we show up. We get there about eight o'clock at night, and Derek's got some steaks off the grill waiting on us. And I'm telling you what, the, the man can barbecue. <laughs> so so Derek, what is uh, I know the answer to this, but for the folks at home that don't, what's your favorite lake to fish? Well, my being here in Augusta, Georgia, my my favorite lake is Clark Hill Lake. Uh, it's on the Georgia South Carolina border. It's seventy two thousand, so it's it's a fairly big lake. Um, and my favorite technique is long line trolling. Uh, it works well, I, and if we can do that three hundred sixty five days here in the South. Um, and right now, the fall is actually the start of our best bite. I actually like fishing winter and early spring as opposed to when most people are on the lake is spring and the spawning season. I prefer the late fall, early winter. Gotcha. You know, we're actually in the first week of December. Now, for the folks, uh, I'm, I'm sure most of them know, but there might be some that are just joining in that, that are just learning crappie fishing. When you talk about long lining, explain that technique to the folks. Yeah, so basically what long lining is, is you, you fish a multiple rod technique and you're trolling at higher speeds than what people call pushing or tight lining. So our speeds are normally from 0.8 to 1.2 miles an hour. And I fish out the back of back of my boat. So you, you throw your lines out at a, you know, a real good cast. So you're looking 40, maybe 50 feet cast and you're using um, G heads with plastics on it, typically one sixteenth ounce, and you, you put them in rod, put your rods in rod holders, and you're trolling, you know, at those speeds. And what you're what you're concentrating on really is suspended fish that's out chasing bait this time of year, and sometimes the fish get into brush piles pretty good, and you can still troll over top of those brush piles as long as you know you maintain the speed so you get your jigs above the brush where you're not getting hung up as much. So we're fishing multiple poles and different lengths. My length poles is from 7 foot all the way to 16 feet. And, and you know, I, I fish with 16 rods. Here in Georgia, on our lake, there's no rod limit, so you can fish as many as you want. I'm pretty comfortable with fishing 16 by myself, but some people, you know, may not be that comfortable. You can still do this with, you know, two to four poles. So. That's pretty much the long line technique that we use down here in the south. Sixteen poles by yourself. How long does it take you to get set up? Well, you know, I I've got it down. Um, it's all about organization. You know, I got it down where I can from 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 starting at zero with nothing out to all sixteen of those poles. I'm probably three minutes. You know, and and you know that's having everything organized and untangled and you know the right jigs on and on. You know, just toss them out and. Once that's out, put it in the rod holder and toss the next one out. There you go. And, Derek, now, what we talked about your air temperatures today is 65 degrees. What kind of water temperatures are you having down there right now? Um, last weekend, the water temperature was right around 58, warming up to maybe 60 on a bright, bright sunny day. Okay. So it's falling. Of course, it's falling with the you know the colder temperatures here, which is what we definitely look forward to that falling water temperature. So, is is the winter your favorite time to to do the long lining there? Absolutely, winter for for us, we concentrate on those suspended big schools of crappie in the winter, and they're chasing the thread pin shad all over the lake. So we can catch them 
in almost any major creek arm on our lake. And and the good thing about this time of year is we have seagulls that come around this time every year, and they feed on the threadfin shad. And they can, you know, give you a good idea of where to start because you'll see those seagulls diving and, you know, hey, that's telling you the bait is here. So with the bait, it's going to come to the predator fish, stripers and largemouth, and then the crappie will be right there with them. There you go, folks. There's a good tip for fishing, Clarksville. Clarks Hill. And now when, so you're going to long line all winter. When does your spawn actually start down there? So our spawn, of course, it all depends on water temperature. And we're looking at probably around late February here in the south. When it starts warming back up to 55 degrees is when you can start looking for fish to start hitting the banks and the males will build the build beds and then the females will come lay the eggs after that. So it lasts a pretty good while here. I, I would say, you know, a month um, at, at the most. But, you know, what I tell people, Russ, is if you wait on the spawn, you're you're too late to catch prop, probably the fish of a lifetime. Right now is when you need to start looking for those real big females that's fed up with shad, and they're also getting those eggs in there. So they're going to be the biggest. The biggest they'll probably be here is, is, is right now until February. So if you wait for the spawn, you know, I say, you know, you're probably too late to catch a, a lot of real big fish. And there's another good tip, folks, because a lot of us, you know, would think the opposite. Hey, let's wait to the spawn where we can get those, you know, female trophies full of eggs or whatever. But like Derek says, right now, not only are they starting to get eggs, but they're fattening up with them shad. So this is the trophy time down there. Oh, yeah, absolutely. We, we you know, Clark Hill is his. I, we catch a lot of two-pounders so far this season, and I, and I consider a season starting for us around October. I've caught three two-pounders um, and only been maybe four or five times, so that's pretty good for, for here. So I, I can expect them to only get better. And we have another lake, uh, I'm sure I know you fished at Santee Cooper Chain of Lakes, which is two and a half hours from me, and that is what I, I would consider one of the world-famous crappy lakes here that's in our area and you can definitely catch some three pounders up in that area so we go there a couple times a year and and do the same techniques that we do here on clark's hill tell you what santee has some of the biggest black crappie i have ever caught anywhere i mean they are absolute monsters down there yeah it's i've got i've got three over three that i've got mounted there and i caught them in the same weekend and (sighs) And after that weekend, I was looking to buy a house on this lake. <laughs> uh, priorities, <laughs> I like it. Uh, yeah, it's, a, it's an awesome, it's an awesome lake. Now, Derek, I know that different things can affect um, your water as far as rain, wind, you know, getting muddy. But on normally, are there some colors that work better down there for you? Right now, um, we're seeing anything with blue in it. Uh, it's definitely helping helping us out. Um, like I said, I use 16 rods. So if I if I go fishing and don't know anything, I'm gonna probably have probably 16 different colors on. So that helps me illuminate <clears throat> colors pretty pretty quickly. And what I found out last weekend is they wanted something with blue on it. So blue and chartreuse. At the end of the day, I think I had it on probably 14 poles. So right now they're tending on that blue and chartreuse, but Another thing that I tell people, you know, 
you you gotta have a variety of colors. Crappie is one of those fish that they really don't feed on smell or scent as much as color. So changing colors could definitely um, increase your bite ratio on the day that you you know you're out there. You know you're around fishing. You're just not getting bites. The first thing I'm going to do is try changing colors. There you go, folks. And and you heard Derek just a second ago. He talked about by the end of the day on the one trip, almost all of his rods had the same color on. It's just dialing in. You may start with different colors, but let those fish tell you what they want. And Derek, I tell you what, I've I've been longlining with you, and a couple of the best longliners that I've done shows with over the years are definitely you and and Daryl Baker down at Weiss Lake. You guys have got this thing down to a system. Yeah, I, I appreciate that, Russ. And I've been doing it over 20 years, and for me, you know, it's it's a lot of fun, and I like the competition of it, being able to figure out something that your friends in another boat haven't been able to figure out. You know, I definitely like the <laughs> competition aspect of it. And we're, we're seeing, you know, tournaments, you know, it may not be the prime technique to win tournaments, but you know, if you're looking for, you know, fish to eat or just looking to take somebody out to experience something different, longlining is definitely what you want to start out with down here. You know, you talked about uh, tournaments you touched on briefly. Let's talk about some of the tournaments that you fish um, nationally or locally. Yeah, so uh, here locally, there's we got a lot of clubs um, here in Georgia and South Carolina. South Carolina Crappie Association, um, Peach State. Crappy Club, Georgia Slab Masters is some local tournament trails that I fish in. And we fish mainly South Carolina and Georgia within maybe an hour or two of home. And some of the best crappy fishermen I know uh, fish those local trails. And, and some of those same ones also fish the national trails like Crappy USA, Crappy Masters, and the fairly new American Crappy Trail. Uh, some of those guys fish that, and, and I try to fish fish the ones that's within range of of, of me here, and uh, we we definitely look forward to that tournament season. You know, crappy fishermen are some of the best people that I that I know personally, and we share a lot of information that we can. You know, and, and when you go to those tournaments and see friends you hadn't seen since last season, it's like you know you're seeing family members you hadn't seen in a while. So we definitely enjoy fishing those crappy tournaments. Well, and I know you've done over the years, and you've qualified for several classics, and uh, hopefully, you know, me and you get together and, and get another show here soon. Yeah, I definitely look forward to it. You know, my wife tell me I have a face for radio, so this podcast <laughs> has to work for now. <laughs> well, we'll uh, if we get another show in, I'll have my camera brand, man bring a makeup kit. We'll get you looking good. How's that? Hey, that'll work. Why don't we do it when it's real cold? Where I gotta wear a face mask. There, there you go, face mask. We'll have hoods on. We'll have everything, man. We'll, 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 we'll get by it. <laughs> yeah, well, I definitely look forward to it, and I know uh, we've talked about this new technology that's that's sweeping the crappy industry, and and hopefully soon I'll, I'll have one on my boat. And, and from the videos I've seen and the times that I've had one out. I mean, man, it, it is it is definitely something that I look forward to uh, to working with in the near future here. I'll tell you what, folks, Derek's talking about the new live scope system, and uh, 
you know, recently I got back from doing three shows in Florida and one in Virginia, and all we use that on all of them. And and Derek, me and you talked off of video before, but uh, that is definitely a big, big game changer. And there's there's a lot of things that come on. You know, I don't kind of jump on the bandwagon, but I've never seen anything um, that affects the fishing like this does. Yeah, and and I've had the opportunity to borrow one from a friend of mine and. And we took it to some lakes we have never fished before. And, you know, there's a lot of advantages to, to seeing how the fish react to your bait, how you're using the bait, how you're moving the, the bait, and presenting the bait to the fish in order to get them to strike. <clears throat> so even if you go on the boat, you know, with somebody, you know, you learn those things and you take it back to your fishing style and, and then you can say, well, you know, these fish really wasn't reacting to me moving this bait a lot. So what if I keep it still, you know, in this brush, you know, what would have happened? And I think, I know what I've learned before is, man, them crappy, most of the time they want the bait still. <laughs> yes, uh, you know what? And I've talked uh, to my buddy after that trip in Texas, and I told him that's the one thing that I've seen. Because, you know, when we're single pole fishing, you're always sitting there jigging that and moving it. And, and, man, they wanted that thing. You raise it and you let it set. And that's where yeah. we got most of our strikes. Yeah, and it, and this, it, you know, after doing that for a few days, you'd be like, man, I can't believe I ever caught a fish doing this. Moving <laughs> this <big so> much. <laughs> but, but that's one thing that I learned, and it may be, it may just be the time of year or the type of structure I was fishing over. But I, I know that you know that's something that I've learned that has worked without the live scope. You know, me saying. You know, okay, I'm not getting bites moving this thing every couple seconds, so let me just sit it in here nice and easy and try to keep it as still as possible. And it seems like, you know, it works. You know, they'll come up and nail it. I guess they just don't want something in their space. <laughs> there, you're right, and they will. They will. They'll come up. You know, it's a, it's just amazing now because you're seeing things as it happens. Um, yeah. So it it is a game changer. But I'll tell you what, Derek, man, I sure appreciate you joining us for the podcast. Um, it's always a pleasure to talk to you. But like I say, uh, I'm sincere when I say I'd like to get back on the water with you sometime. Okay, Russ, we're ready, man. Um, the fish are biting now, and hopefully we can stay on them a few more few more months. And you're welcome anytime down here, and we definitely look forward to it. And thank you for um, for allowing me to to help you out in this podcast and we look forward to listening to them every time they come out we appreciate it buddy and again thank you for your service that's Derek fulton folks from georgia one of the best longliners in the country he's got it down to a system and again it's always a pleasure talking to him and, and it seems every time we talk fishing i still learn things from him so uh Derek fulton and right now, folks, we want to talk about, uh, give a big thank you to our sponsors, uh, B&M Rod Company. Of course, uh, you know, Derek talked about 16 rods. Well, they've got everything you could use. So uh, Slime Line, Bonehead Tackle, boy, were they awesome down in Texas when we did the shows there. Crappie Magnet, wait till you see some of the products we've used on the shows this year. Uh, coming up for 2020, you're going to enjoy some of those. Cornfield Crappie. We just talked about the Garmin unit. I've got one for the front of my boat. I've got a hummingbird for the front of the boat. So I want to put them two in a very good bracket, cornfield crappie. That's the way to go. If you have not checked them out, go to the website and do so. Rockport Rattler. 
get that jig head with the rattle in it. It can make a huge difference. Great colors, great jigs. And also, we talked about long lining today. You're going to need some good rod holders. The best in the industry, Driftmaster. They've got the warranties. They've got everything. They're American-made. David is a very good friend of mine. It's a family-owned business. So all of our products that we are sponsored by, if you get a chance, check them out, folks, because they're the ones that helps bring you brush pile fishing. And uh, let's see here. Speaking of some of our products and everything else, I uh, just want to introduce that the New Brush Pile Fishing Store carries all the gear that I use in the Brush Pile Fishing Show. Just go to www.brushpilefishing.com and check out the crappie shop and find jigs, apparel, line, nets, B&M poles, and so much more. In the sale and clearance sections, you'll find deep discounts on the gear that will help you put more fish in your boat. That's brushpilefishing.com. Okay, we've got that in, and as we always do, before we wind up, just want to talk a little bit of tournament action. Um, the, the, the East Tennessee Crappie Club will return to action December 21st on Chickamauga. You can find more on Facebook. The Okeechobee Crappie Series will be December 21st. And again, they're on Facebook also. And Derek Moore, who runs that series, is actually going to be a guest of us, uh, I think, in a week or so. So stay tuned for that one. The Twin Lakes Crappie Club, check them out on Facebook. Uh, December 7th, the Magnolia Crappie Club has their next tournament on Okatibbee. You can get more information on their website. The Northeast Ohio Crappie Club, of course, they're done for this year, but they'll have a full schedule in 2020, so check them out on the web. The ACT, the American Crappie Trail, they'll kick off the new season, of course, with their classic, but there's some great news coming from them. They are now starting a Pro-Am circuit. Uh, I know a little bit about that. Go to their website, check that out. It's going to be a, another game changer in the industry. Uh, Crappie Masters, January 31st, February 1st on the St. John's River. You can check more out on them on their website. Crappie USA, I know uh, they'll be December 7th on the St. John's River. The Kentucky Panfish Club, it's a little bit different. We're throwing some bluegills in there, so check them out on Facebook. And the Indiana Slab Masters, they now have their schedule out for the 2020 season. Go to their website for more information. And last but not least, the Kentucky Crappie Trail. December 14th, they have two tournaments, one on Nolan Lake and one on Lake Cumberland. So if we didn't get your club in there or if you've got a club or a trail that you'd like us to talk about, just get in touch with us by email or on our Facebook page. And speaking of which, if you get a chance, stop in on our Facebook page and click like, share it, and let your friends know about it. We try to keep it updated with information and sales and everything else. So that's Brush Pile Fishing on Facebook. Folks, I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. I sure enjoyed talking to Derek. Um, and stay tuned because next week we'll be back with a brand new podcast right here on iHeartRadio. For Brush Pile Fishing, this is Russ Bailey saying so long. For more Brush Pile Fishing excitement, find us on Facebook, YouTube, and Instagram. realize you liked me that way deal because it's one thing to receive mcdonald's but an entirely other thing to know that they woke up early to face the world and bring you mcdonald's breakfast still hot in the bag appreciate you there's a deal for every morning now grab two loaded sausage burritos for only three bucks 
Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.